You're listening to Dr. Leslie Inspires, a show where we empower mothers by raising their level of awareness, discussing tough mother-son issues that everyone knows exists, but no one is talking about. Dr. Leslie is joined by Mr. Wayne, who provides insight from a male perspective. To learn more about us, visit our website at www.drlesleyinspires.com. Now, here's your host, Dr. Leslie. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Dr. Leslie Inspires podcast. I'm so happy today to talk to you guys about this topic that is just really a part of what I teach. Uh, And it's something that we are all walking out every day, every day of our lives as we learn what it means to watch your mouth. So I'm going to start in prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you, O God, for this opportunity to come before you one more time. Thanking you, O God, for this word that you have put in my mouth. I just pray that you give me wisdom as I plant this seed, that as it is planted, it will grow and create a huge harvest that manifests in the lives of the people that hear. So we thank you, O God, and we just thank you for what you're going to do on today. In the mighty and matchless name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. So I'm going to start today really by talking about, um, well, I'm going to be coming from James 3 in the Bible, um, where it's really talking about your mouth. So my topic is mother's tongue is a flame of fire. And then we'll talk a little bit more about that. But I'm going to start off. It says, uh, dear brothers, and I'm, I'm reading actually this part from the Living Bible paraphrased. Dear brothers, don't be too eager to tell others of their faults. For we all make many mistakes. And when we teachers of religion who should know better do wrong, our punishment will be greater than it would be for others. If anyone can control his tongue, it proves that he has perfect control over himself in every other way. We can make a large horse turn around and go wherever we want by means of a small bit in his mouth. And a tiny rudder makes a huge ship turn wherever the pilot wants it to go, even though the winds are strong. So also the tongue is a small thing, but what enormous damage (coughs) it can do. Let me read that again so also is the tongue, but what enormous damage it can do. A great forest can be set on fire by one tiny spark, and the tongue is a flame of fire. It is 
full of wickedness and poisons every part of the body. And the tongue is set on fire by hell itself and can turn our whole lives into a blazing flame of destruction and disaster. Men have trained or can train every kind of animal or bird that lives and every kind of reptile and fish. But no human being can tame the tongue. It is always ready to pour out its deadly poison. Sometimes it praises our Heavenly Father, and sometimes it breaks out into curses against men who are made like God. And so blessing and cursing come pouring out of the same mouth. Dear brothers, surely this is not right. Does a spring of water bubble out first with fresh water and then with bitter water? Can you pick olives from a fig tree or figs from a grapevine? No, and you can't draw fresh water from a salty pool. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna stop right there because there is a lot that was said in there. And I'm actually using this month of March to talk about the power of the tongue. And so I labeled this mother's tongue is a flame of fire because as it relates to sons, in short, we have to learn to control our tongues because as mothers we have so much power and authority our sons came out of us and so whether you are speaking life into your sons even when you feel like beating his butt um if you think about the end result of what your tongue is creating and what your tongue is producing, then you may ultimately take what I'm saying very seriously. Because if life and death is in the power of the tongue and we really believed what we said was true, then we would say to ourselves, I better not say that because if what I'm saying, if my tongue really has power, I want to speak those things that are good. I want to speak those things that are true. I want to speak those things that are lovely and have a good rapport about my son. Okay. And so here in James 3, which one is this? 2. It's really not 2. Yeah. If anyone can control his tongue, it proves that he has perfect control over himself in every way. So that's powerful because many of us feel like we have to say what we feel and we have to get this off. And so then we begin to learn how to speak those things that be not 
as though they were. Because even though your son may not be showing that he is a certain type of person, even though your son may be doing the complete opposite of what you are saying, you're calling those things about him that you don't see that be not as though they were. Because I'm sure that, you know, and this, this is not with everybody, because you have some women who have had sons who they don't like him. They didn't like him when they found out he was, she was pregnant with him. And so that has carried over into this child's life. And she does not like her son. And so as a result, you know, of saying certain things about how she feels due to the anger and bitterness that she is carrying, that's what you see. That's a result of this young man who is stealing, this young man who may be killing, this young man who may be bitter and hateful himself because those are the words that he is hearing. Those are the words or even the emotions that he is feeling. What kind of responsibility as a mother can you take about the condition that you are actually seeing with your son? There is a way uh, in your heart of hearts that you feel and some of you, you won't necessarily verbalize it, but you feel it. And you know what? He feels it too. And as he is feeling it, he is acting out. He is acting out what you are saying. So who can control your tongue? Let me tell you, nobody has control over your tongue. So a woman think it, so a man think it, so is he. The things that you are thinking are, about your son are spewing from your mouth. And he is who you said he is. So how can you begin to change how your son is acting? You have to change how you are speaking about him. Maybe you don't like his father. Maybe he looks just like his father. And as a result, you're getting, uh, you're saying those things to him and he's only doing what you said. So what if you could change what he's saying? You know, you could say something like you see him. Well, I'll, I'll tell you a story. And I think I told the story before. Uh, there was a woman who was actually married to a man. Because remember, your son is going to be somebody's father. Your son is going to be somebody's husband one day. Okay. What if your son was the only person who was able to take care of you? What if? Is he who you want taking care of you? There's still time. And, and we are going to talk about the courtroom of heaven because I'm learning this. I've been taking a lot of time to study this 
because I recognize there's a place where we can go, we can truly take it to God and give all of this to him to make a spiritual shift in our lives. So we're going to be working on that. But for now, we're talking about your time. Okay. So we can make a large horse turn around and go wherever we want by means of a small bit in his mouth. This thing that's in the horse's mouth, when you pull it back here, the horse does this. You turn him this way, he goes that way. You turn it this way, the horse goes that way. Up, down, crisscross, crisscross, down. Wherever you move it, that little thing, the horse is going to go. This tiny rudder makes the huge ship turn wherever the pilot wants it to go. Even though the winds could be strong, this thing. So you've got these little bitty things that have so much control. And in this book of James, that's what this Bible is talking about. This thing right here in our mouth called our tongue, it can spew out good stuff. You know, when we were younger, we used to say things like sticks and stones may break my bones, but your words will not hurt me. But you've got this kid who will bring up something even when they're an adult about what somebody said to them when they were five years old, what you, their mom said to them when they were young. And that you may have said something in just very casual conversation. And you meant what you said, but it hurt your son so deep. It could have changed the trajectory of his life. So something else you can do, mom, is to do more listening than talking. Start to formulate a relationship with your son to where you listen, because usually, and you check your son out. If you, when you walk in the room, is he like, like mom, you know? Or when you walk in the room, is he like, here she go. Here she go. You want to be a blessing. And this has nothing to do with money. It has nothing to do with what you can do for him. Because one of the best things that you can do is control your tongue and speak life into him. Even if your son seems like the worst person on earth right now. And you'll have to ask God to help you to do that. And you will make mistakes along the way because some things are just learned behavior. You might've learned it from somewhere. Uh, you might just be angry and bitter at your own mistakes that you've made in life. You know, but we've got to start somewhere. We've got to start somewhere. And you have to be your own artist by using your tongue. So also the tongue is a small thing, but what enormous damage it can do. The tongue is like a flame of fire. Some people go at it. Some women, boy, these sons, they don't even like to see them coming because they can literally, you, they've already killed him with their tongue. They've already killed him 
with the tongue lashing. They've already killed him. And when I say killed him, in the natural, he's still alive. But spiritually, emotionally, he is jacked all the way up. He's like this, head is, head is down. You know, he hardly says anything good about himself because you don't say anything good about him, okay? You're his mother. You're his mother. If mother can't say anything nice about him, who can? Who can? A great forest can be set on fire by one tiny spark. And the tongue is a flame of fire. Boom. A fire can start off as one little flame. Uh, and once it ignites with something else, it just, it just goes. And a whole house can get caught on fire by one little flame. And that house is destroyed forever. You know, there's some things that you can do to patch it up or maybe it's burnt to the ground into smithereens where there's nothing. I mean, it just has to, a bulldozer has to come in and take it out and you just got to start from scratch with everything. Are you going to have to start from scratch? Has your tongue just been a flame of fire? Emotionally? destroying your son, spiritually destroying your son. I mean, we gotta be serious right here because I don't know. I don't know who's listening to this podcast. I don't know who's listening to the sound of my voice right now, but I always pray that the Lord will send it to the right people that need to hear it. And as you're listening, you can be real and honest with yourself that you have been tearing your son apart with the words that you speak, with that powerful tool that's in your mouth called your tongue. And so you have to start watching what you say, because remember, according to this word, my Bible, it is full of wickedness and poisons every part of the body. And the tongue is set on fire by hell itself and can turn our whole lives into a blazing flame of destruction and disaster. Remember, men have trained or can train every kind of animal or bird that lives in every kind of reptile and fish. <laughs> but no human being can tame the tongue. It is always ready to pour out its deadly poison. And so that takes a lot of training. And even when you've uh, trained yourself through the word of God to say, I'm going to really watch the things that I say because I understand that I am framing my world. I'm framing my son's life and my future with the words that I speak. And so it may sound like something like, you know, your son, he has his pants hanging off his behind or he has on something that uh, you just don't like or you don't think is becoming of him. You know, our natural tendency will be like, oh, take that off. You look like trash, you look like garbage. 
take that off. Don't make any sense how you dress. I buy you good clothes. I do things for you and you just don't appreciate it. You just wear them any old kind of way. Oh, you just look a mess. Yeah, I, I used to do that. Um, one of the other things that you can say is, you know, I really like those one pair of pants that you wear. You look very handsome. You look very becoming in those. They make you look really smart or they make you look very, very uh, like a wise young man. And you'll see him, <laughs> you know, He's so used to you spewing out venom. They may not believe you at first, but you've got to keep saying it. Keep speaking those things that be not as though they were so that you can begin to frame your world so that you can begin to uh, speak life into your son. Because, you know, have you ever seen those kids who you have, um, sons who the mother is just so mean to them. Mother is just so mean. But those children love their rotten mother. And then you have mothers who try to give their sons everything and the son doesn't appreciate it. I don't know which one you are, but you can frame your world by the words of your mouth. We're going to continue to do a study on this. But I just wanted to start it off by asking you, having you to ask yourself a real question. Is your tongue a flame of fire? Are you spewing out venom? Is your tongue under control? Do you have any control or do you just say the first thing that comes out of your mouth? What, how does your son feel when he sees you coming? Like are both of y'all like, ugh, see this boy again. I have faith to believe that things can change. Things can turn around. Your son can change by the words that you speak. So I want you to tune in with us on next week as we talk about life and death being in the power of your tongue as his mother. And if you've got this piece all together, maybe you know somebody who can benefit from this teaching, please share this podcast with them. You could also join us on our website, drlesslieinspires.com, uh, or become a part of our private Facebook group, uh, The Sun Rescue Method for Moms. And so I'm just really excited as we start this teaching here uh, for the next uh, three weeks four weeks, including this month, this uh, today, uh, which is in March. So I thank you for joining us on today. I'm excited to have you all. And remember that you can do all things, all things through Christ that strengthens you. We just got to do the homework and we got to seek him, seek him, seek him because the answer is there. Hey, love you guys. And we will see you Next week, oh, let me close out in prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, oh God, for this opportunity to come before you, praying that we said something that would empower, inspire, and educate a mother who is listening at the sound of my voice. So we thank you, oh God, and we will be so careful 
to give you all the praise, honor, and glory. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Dr. Leslie Inspires. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review on your preferred podcast listening platform. We really appreciate that effort. Also, for more content and resources, please be sure to visit our website, www.drlesleyinspires.com. We'll see you in the next episode.
to this episode of Dr. Leslie Inspires. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review on your preferred podcast listening platform. We really appreciate that effort. Also, for more content and resources, please be sure to visit our website, www.drlesslieinspires.com. We'll see you in the next episode.